What's going on, boys and girls? It's Tom. And it's Jamie. Welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. The Chronicles of 2003. 2023. I literally think you must be the sharpest dressed man here. Do you think? Oh, yeah. definitely, without a doubt. I'm looking around, I'm just like, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I'll be going on. This person's wearing, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> you look great. You look great. You can't be matching outfits. No, no, no. I can't. No, no. You, you would have, I'd never live it down. <laughs> no. How are you anyway, sir? You yes, well. I'm very good. Thank you very much for asking. I've just been sort of uh, doing interviews and doing signings since I got here. It's a whirlwind. But I just had like uh, a really long uh, piss, so I feel great. I just these guys. So I had some mac and cheese. It's all good. It evens out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when, when did you get here? Oh, I got here at like half two. Uh, yeah, and then we had to go through accreditation. Then I, uh, we had a birthday cake because my job was birthday today. I baked him a vegan birthday cake. That's not true. And the wife baked it and I decorated it. Credit where credit's due. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. And then we, so we ate that and sang him a little song. Then I went to check out a bit of uh, One Step uh, Beyond, that uh, One Step Closer. Yeah. Sick. I had a bit of mac and cheese, went to do the signing. That took like an hour. And then I've been here since like four o'clock, talking to you fine people. You're a proper mainstay of the festival, aren't you? You're, yeah, I think you're here like every... I guess, I, I mean, I actually, do you know what? I, someone tested me on this. I haven't been here for five years. Have you not? I haven't been since 2018. Fuck it out. It's crazy. Yeah, that's two. That's a gas blowing my mind a little bit. Yeah, Actually, yeah. blowing my mind as well. But that's true. So yeah. Oh, fat. Well, anyway, so, uh, so they they get along fine without me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you looking forward to your set? Oh, not mine. Yes, I am. Although, how much of it I'll be able to sing after three hours of interviews? That's right, I mean. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> thought about this. It'll be fine. Jacko's a better singer than me anyway. Yeah. Just get plenty of liquid death in you. Keep the vocals. Yeah, I reckon. Nice and more nubrilated. 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 Good word. I like that. For a festival show, though, do you change it up for more like the way you, know, you do a gig, say, if like you come to a festival crowd? It's yeah, it, it, it makes sense to um, present a broader range. You've got to remember that at a festival, most people won't have heard of you. Yeah. However popular you might be. I mean, you can guarantee that most people that go to see Metallica would have heard like Creeping Death. Yeah. So, but, but for someone certainly at my level, should we say, um, yeah, you want to present a broad range a lot of basis for people to to grab on so that's usually what i would do is play the hits you're doing this hits well, yeah yeah because i'm jamie lemon but um for this one they asked me specifically to play the whole album start to finish yes and i you know they asked me to come and play and i was coming and iron about it and then when they said look how about you did the whole record just um side a side b biff bap off i thought that was really uh interesting and um it's not something i've ever done at a festival before I didn't tell them that that's actually what I did on my tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at my tour, it's my people. Whereas here, yeah. it's basically my people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, you're the king of trees. But there's still going to be some people that wander past, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays and whether they pick up on it. Maybe we'll sell a few more records. Maybe we'll turn a few people off. Maybe some people bought the record will be like, I'm bored of this. I'll let it have could go either way. Yeah. Oh, but we absolutely love talking to people at festivals, though, because festivals are such a special place. Yeah. There's always this, like, feeling of, like, family and friendliness. And, like, we've been sat here talking Buddy, to you. Buddy, you ain't met my family. I'm a child. 
It ain't friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a different sort of family. Sure. Family feel, I said, not yeah. like direct family. Okay. I said, we've been talking for three and a half minutes, never met you before, we've been sat here, we're having a laugh. And you get that at festivals, like people just walk up to each other, like, hey, how are you? Oh, I don't know, let's have a beer. Yeah, but it's rare on day four as well. <laughs> yeah. Usually people have devolved into like a pre Cambrian state. <laughs> Good boys are, uh, uh. Exactly. <laughs> but as an artist, do you feel that on stage, on like, looking out of the crowd, be like, we're just like one big fucking family, just having a great time together? No, not always. It can get really harsh. Sometimes you can go to a festival. This is what I'm saying. This is where the risk is involved. I've been bald at festivals. You know, I was playing Guildfest. That's headlining the motherfucker. They still threw shit at me, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you could never you could never fucking tell because there's yes, there's this family feel, but there's also that proud mentality. And that can go either way. So if they like you, great. If they don't like you, you better get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna transition this one to my Serious. next point, no, it's like Because <laughs> as a we we like to discuss the importance of these festivals because as a podcast we're affiliated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. I don't know if you're familiar with Sophie now. Of course I am, of course I am. It's, it was, um, Sophie Lancaster was me. She was all of us. I lived her life. When I was a kid, I was, would go out of town. I had long green hair. I would paint my nails. I would wear makeup. And you would be running literally for your life from people who wanted to fucking kick your head in because of how you dressed. And I never thought it would get that, I never really believed, oh shit, they're gonna kill me. I thought they would give me a beating and sometimes, you know, they were faster than I was. Sometimes I managed to get out of there. And then you hear like, so deep, fuck it, and die fast. And you think, this is fucking real, this isn't a joke. You know, this could happen to any of us. So yes, I'm very, I was shook to the absolute war when I heard about Sophie. I know I don't look like, you know, a god these days, whatever, I don't dress alternative, maybe. But in back in the day, I used to look like Sophie, you know, I was, uh, we could have hung out, we could have gone to the ads together, we could have yes. bought records of the rock box, you know, I knew her, but I didn't know her, but she was my people, you know, so it cut me right to the core. It's an absolutely horrible story, and the one thing we we find out, we talk to people at these festivals, is the fact it's still happening today. Like what happened to Sophie was 2007, Wow, and it's still happening now. We spoke to an artist yesterday, and she said it happened to her the other week, when she was cornered on a tube and stuff like that. And it's just, it's disgusting and shocks us it's still happening today. But that's why these festivals are so important because people could just unwind, they could be themselves, they're not looking over the shoulder, they're not having people hurl abuse at them. Yeah. And it's such a special place for people to, like I say, have that safe space, have that break away from it all. Yes. Here in Brighton, you do what you fucking want in Brighton. It's great. <laughs> Good boy. Yeah. Just send all the goss to Brighton. Send all the goss to Brighton. That's a great idea. It's a great safe space down there. <laughs> I don't know why we never thought that before. Like, I just off, said that was Fuck this off, take road trip. Let's do it, man. Down. Yeah, it's on Wish Hawk. Your brand new IEP, uh, I Know You Know I Know, came out in May. Um, has it been well received? Yeah, it was. I, th I found it was uh, even more well received than the album. I, I, I sort of found out that the, um, the reaction of the album was maybe a little bit different in some borders, and I was confused. And then when the EP came out, a lot of the reviews said, oh, right now, you know, this all makes sense. I did. I, I wanted them to be able to exist separately, you know. Yeah. But I did want to reward people that got both to say, look, here's the full experience. Here's a much richer experience. And it seemed to me that the key to the atheist for a lot of people was that EP. So finally, when the EP came out, I had a lot of people saying, oh, I get it. See what you're doing. This is really great. So I guess that's good. Yeah, I can't complain, I, but I was just interested to see how that reaction played out. Yeah. That's amazing. You came off tour in May, I believe it was. So. Yeah. 
What's the deal now? Is it, you've got anything lined up, or is it I'm having a break? I'm, I'm saying a big old fucking break. I'm gonna feed up. I'm gonna try a bunch of other things. You know, I've got a couple of books that I want to uh, put out. Uh, I got it. There's a few reissues. There's a couple of anniversaries of albums coming up. Yeah, I want to put out a, a couple of reissues and, and do some alternative fixes. I got a lot of stuff in the calendar, but as for like touring and making new records, yeah, take a break from that for a while. I want to look into um, presenting. I got a radio show on Total Rock. Oh wow! I'm trying to move into some voice acting. Uh, you know, I did a I did a cabaret show the other day. I did a bit of stand up, you know, which I never done before. Oh, there you go. I'm looking. It went great. Yeah, it went great. The thing is, you got it because I've studied the form for so long. You know. I'm a fan of live comedy, and I've been working at cabaret shows for a long time. I think a lot of people at their first stand-up gigs, says the guy who's done one. <laughs> but I think I think and the mistake that a lot of people make is they go, they got their material, and they go on stage, and they think, well, this is going to slay. And you don't realize that really, they're not always, even if your jokes are funny, depends on the night, depends on the audience, they ain't all going to laugh. So you've got to learn. And I've seen people really labor a joke that they're really proud of, and I... Dude, it ain't, it just ain't flying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of prepared for that. I was prepared for the failures. I knew I had a bunch of stuff, and I knew that if this joke isn't funny, maybe they'll laugh at the next one. So I thought that really helped me to be aware of failure and to embrace, I guess, to embrace failure. I don't know if you've seen um, Meet the Robinsons, the 2007 Disney episode. Like the Disney film. <laughs> yeah. That's all about embracing failure. I only just saw that the other night. But it's got this whole message is like, he's got a museum to all of his failures, which is so fucking beautiful. Disney films used to be able to cut to the core of you, like use that phrase, cut to the core. And a very emotional guy. Um, so you've got to embrace your failures. And so I found that doing stand-up, the one time I did it, I think if I hadn't been prepared to like, you know, lose a couple of along the way, you know, and give my best line to silence, I think if I wasn't prepared for that, I might have stumbled. So, but I was able to sail faster. I was jumped without win. That's amazing. That's a crazy ass great. Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time out towards us. I know you've done a lot of these today, so I really, really appreciate it. You're welcome. Absolutely. I'm really our stage later on, sir. Can I get one of these? You've got a soapy band for me? I haven't got any on me and no spare ones, but if we pop out a tent, we can get you sorted. I'd love to. Thank you so much thank you for representing that and speaking up for Sophie. Thank you. Thank you.